0: I'm Evelyn, and I'm a geoholic.
1: Such a happy song. Mm-hmm. This is—it just puts me in a great mood, doesn't it? Sean, look at you—you're smiling. You haven't I, smiled all day. I know
0: I haven't, and it does put me in a good mood. Yep. I, I love just it. thought it was the company that love put it. me in a good mood.
1: <laughs> all right, welcome back, geoholics. Here we are, episode. Episode episode 141. 141. Uh, that is actually... I'm not going to name the band. I'm going to leave that up to producer Sean because I can barely pronounce it. But one of my new favorite bands. I am really enjoying these guys. A um, couple things I got to make note of. Potential Geoholics road shows coming up include mm. the Commercial Drone Expo yes. uh, in September in mm-hmm. Las Vegas. We need to talk about that one. Yep. The Reality Capture Network... Uh, conference in Boise, Idaho in October. That's going to be a good one. And then Trimble Dimensions back in Vegas in November. Nice. So. The Geohawks are going to be out and about a lot over the next three months, so I'm super excited. Tons of fun. We've done this a number of times, and every time people just eat it up. So look for us at uh, any one of those three conferences here in the very near future. This week's cast, real quick, we have producer Sean. How are you, my friend? I am outstanding. Happy to be here as always. And you sound amazing tonight. Why, I, why is that? I, I don't know. Maybe I, mean, I had a good week. You know, just uh, feeling I,
0: good. I, 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 I know I don't want to say this out loud, but I kind of skipped out on work yesterday and ran up to Sedona and played golf at Seven know. Canyons. Yes. And it was phenomenal. Yes. I had a great Favorite day goals. and it was just like a huge release. And then I got back to the office today and the only thing I kept asking people is like, oh, how was your weekend? Not realizing it's Wednesday because I felt like I had a mid weekend yeah. day right in the middle of the week. I represent or I, I, I really want people to t- play hooky at least once a month. Just, Should. just bail out. Just do something for yourself. It's very, very refreshing.
1: Totally agree. Uh, good for the soul.
0: Good for the soul. No There's question. No, does not apply to any of my employees. That is highly <laughs> discouraged and not according to company policy, but I highly recommend it. So if you're in a position to do so, you highly recommend it. If you are in a position to do so. I like it. I like and it. And you then you we have uh,
1: Mark Taylor. Hello. Chief Geek. Big that's ticket. How are that's you?
2: Me. I couldn't be better.
1: Yeah. What's yeah. new? Any cool uh, projects you're working on?
2: Yeah, there's um, that you can talk about. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, so, what was I doing? So, uh, out by the Glendale Stadium is Epic Resorts, mm. and we did a three a.m. concrete. Actually, it's not true. I got there at three a.m., four a.m. watching the sunrise, doing a concrete pour. So awesome. it was kind of kind of special today, and uh, dragging a little bit.
1: It's uh, it's a little late for me. But late. you're here. So, but you rallied. Here. You I are rallied here because we have. A- Big show tonight. We Super do. excited. Super yes. excited. Yeah. Uh, and there may or may not have been a big shoot sighting mm. this mm.
0: evening. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, really shoot Stay siding. tuned
1: for more on Stay that. Stay tuned one. for more. That's going to be a teaser. Call that a teaser. Yeah,
0: it is uh-huh. clearly a teaser. <laughs> it's like the, the 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 sightings in the woods. Like it's real fuzzy. You're not no, sure it's if like, it's really The real thing. Yeah. No, but we're working on getting that no, validated. It's kind of like Bigfoot.
2: Yes. Exactly. <laughs> no. Nope. No, it's like turning up on set and having a fluffer. I don't even know what fluffer is. Is that like a boner? Look it up. No, look it up. It's a professional that fluffs <laughs> you.
1: Look oh. it up. Uh, we could yeah. all use fluffers then. I think you should look it up before you make that. <laughs> I think statement. You should Google it. Yeah, before you should you Google say it right that. now. Yes, but all that's right. what Ryan is for me. He's like a fluffer. Oh man, that's great. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, uh, producer Sean, tell us a little bit about that opening number. that. All I right. My new favorite band. That
0: was Wolfpack. Nice. Uh, Animal Spirits. Uh, Wolfpack is an American funk group founded in 2011. The band has released four EPs, six albums, several compilations, and and a silent album on Spotify titled Sleepify, Hmm. royalties from which funded Wolfpack's admission-free tour in 2014. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) That's awesome. The band releases music independently through Wolf Records, which also publishes a host of other side projects by band members. The band's most recent album, Wolf Vault 006, Here
1: We Mm. Go Jack, was Mm. released in August 2022. Wow. Uh, and as I mentioned, one of my new favorite bands. I had no idea about this uh, this group until our guests this evening uh, made me aware of it. Because as you know, if you've been listening to the show for a long time, each of our guests gets an opportunity to influence the music that's used on that particular episode. So our guest this evening is a big Wolfpack fan fan and actually part of the family i believe so we'll get to that here in just a minute very
0: but, uh very i would i would call that fresh and funky and soulful I all like together it. i like it a lot fresh it's a it's got a it's got a new sound i to knew it. you would like it
1: sean absolutely uh we are here of course in the diamondback land surveying studio uh TK, man, that guy is everywhere. That guy is everywhere. Although, he kind of let us down this week because we have the Mentoring Monday slash Geoholics whiskey that has mm-hmm. been bottled. Bottled. I thought we would have it by now, but unfortunately, uh, Trent Keenan, he had a survey crew working in town this week, and they forgot to bring our case of whiskey.
0: Terminated.
2: How, how, how <laughs> can you forget to bring I, our sustenance? I, I, that is a disciplinary
1: action no. so by HR. Result, as a result, what are we drinking tonight? Black Velvet?
2: I have no idea, but it, mm. it's like paint stripper.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Sorry. It's yeah. like paint stripper. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry. blame TK for <laughs> it that. It was industrial strength.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is
0: definitely
2: industrial
1: <laughs> strength. If, yes. If Thank I you. know TK, he's going to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll be no time at all that we have our, our bottles of, of whiskey here in the studio. Uh, time for this week's Liquid Death Weekly Words of Wisdom. Sean, do you have this? Uh, sure. Uh, Liquid death, obviously
0: some fabulous water. Uh, this week's w- weekly words of wisdom. It is not the most intellectual of all species that survives. It is, the, it is not the strongest that survives, but the species that survives is the one that is able to best to adapt and adjust to the changing environment in which it finds itself.
1: And who might that be?
0: Uh, it's Mr. Charles Darwin, believe it or not.
1: I love that quote. It is so true. Would you not agree, Sean? I mean, I, I look back at like, of course, you know, you and I work for the same company and I, we're, we're sharing an office now. So we have that bit of intimacy. Correct. And it's amazing how our days parallel each other and we are constantly adapting to the changing environment around us.
0: Uh, that is correct. Uh, I like the aspect of uh, survival or not survival and you yes. a- adapt or die. And Absolutely. I think
2: where that all that comes from. No question, I'm, no question. I'm sorry, as a former Darwinist, I am now completely into the ancient alien theorist that Darwin's <laughs> full of shit, mm. and that we were artificially inseminated by aliens, and our DNA was changed.
1: Mm, that's a whole other podcast right there.
2: Is it? Yeah, yes. it is. It, it really is. Yes. So I just want to get back to the whole part of aliens in your office, because you're was mm. thinking that you're evolving, but I think you're devolving together. No, no,
1: no. I, I believe that since Sean and I have been sharing an office, there has been an evolution taking place. Absolutely. Yes. Really? Yes. yes. yes.
0: There is, there, it's a one plus one equals three kind of aspect. Mm-hmm. 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 I like it. And we get yep. more together, done, I, done together than, than apart.
1: I would say one plus one equals six because we do the, each do the job of like three different people. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. See the math?
2: I do, but you're both so stressed. No.
1: Do I no. look stressed? So no, look you look stressed? amazing.
2: No, because you, you went hooky. Wait till the Dan's find out. Thank no. God they don't listen to this. Because we meditate. We yeah. meditate oh, then. you do, actually. We started having yes. medita- medit- meditative
0: mornings.
1: Yes.
2: Are you doing the cold therapy as well?
0: No, 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 that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. my
2: testicles. It, where, <laughs> where they're at, not mm-hmm. outside, not inside. <laughs> Correct. Yes.
1: yes. I'm, I'm uh, sorry. All right, let's get on with this. Our guests mm-hmm. this evening, we've been waiting for this episode for... Gosh, probably a couple months now. Super excited mm-hmm. when we got it when we got it scheduled. Jordan Rose is with us. Let me tell you a little about Jordan. And I, this is going to be the longest intro that I had to shorten from the most information, but hopefully, I got the high points. So, Jordan. She was born and grew up in Ohio. She attended both U of A and ASU for law school. I had one at each, so love both of them. Her hobbies include working out, listening to podcasts, which is why she's here, I'm assuming, helping her kids with their entrepreneurial ventures. I'm excited to hear more about that. And moderating discussion panels. She's a founder and owner of the Rose Law Group, being the largest law firm owned by a woman in Arizona history. Mm -hmm. Some of her clients... Excuse me, include all the publicly traded home builders doing business in Arizona, Phoenix Rising Football Club, the PGA Tour, Phoenix Suns, Barrett Jackson, Microsoft, Tesla, Resolution Copper, the largest data center developers, international energy firms, and the most prominent water solutions developer in the world. She has been noted as one of the 20 names to know in real estate top 100 national influencers in law, 20 women who will shape Arizona. And most importantly, I got to find out more about this. She has been named among the top 100 party hosts in America by the (laughs) Salonier. Nailed that. And I'm sure she's super proud of this for 10 years in a row. Rose law group has been honored as one of the top four best places to work in Arizona. And I love this as well. Passions include solving people's problems. Jordan, welcome to the Geoholics.
3: Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm excited to be here.
1: That was the condensed version, by the way. You have no idea. <laughs> I, I I spent like an hour paging through the bio and all this stuff. I'm like, I got to get the high points, but there's so much here. Can we all say it together? We're not worthy. Yeah, 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 I good. just don't, don't have a good, good
3: editor. <laughs> <laughs> I need a good editor. <laughs>
1: oh, man. We might be able to help you out with that <laughs> one.
3: She was born in a small cabin. <laughs> <laughs> it goes on from there. It's <laughs> a lot of information. <laughs> so,
1: Jordan, we typically do the uh, Trimble ProPoint Icebreaker right now, and I'm very curious to hear what your answer is going to be on this. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
3: Wow. Well, that's a, that is a great question. Um... I think for me, um, it was my dad who would always say, um, uh, never say you can't, always say you'll try. And he would say that since I was a little, you know, just really little. And I took it to heart, and I don't say I can't. And I think the other part of that that resonated with me is I, like, very certain at a pretty early age that my whole purpose in being here Mm. like on earth was to solve people's problems because when I wake up, when I do that, when I have a problem to solve, I'm super excited. Like I can't be more excited. The bigger the problem, the better the problem. You know, I, I just love that. And so the, the idea of like never say you can't always say I'll try. And the idea that, you know, I'm here to solve problems. Like those things marry each other pretty well. Yeah. And so that, that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, and I put it on my kids' wall too. Actually, I've had little quotes, and I I put that on there. I don't know if it'll resonate with them, but you know, yeah. they're teenagers. Yeah, but you never know, right? You I mean, you it's never like
1: know. we talked about it. Gosh, a couple episodes ago about the power of like manifestation and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Put mm-hmm. it I, out there. Put it out to the universe, yeah. and you just don't know, right?
3: Oh, hundred percent. I mean, our you know, we have those challenge coins at my law firm. Mm. Um, and so every t- you know, if you have a if you've been there for a year, you get a challenge coin. Every nice. year, you get a challenge coin, and our our um, tagline on the back, and this is just from an internal, you know, thing is belief is everything because I just have always said, you know, just be careful what you say because you know, it's going to come true. So just, be careful what you're thinking about yeah. and make sure it's, you know, what you want because you're going to end up manifesting it in some way. So yeah, no yeah. doubt. And
1: mm. that goes both ways, both positive and well, negative. hundred percent,
3: hundred percent. And I'm a, I'm I'm 3000% sure that happens to me on a daily basis. Yep. So, you know, you just, you got to watch what you're, what you're thinking. <laughs> so. Let me ask you
1: this. And, uh, do you ever feel like you get in a rut?
3: Well okay so I think that there are, I, I have a, a very high level of energy and that's yeah. sort of constant I mean it's just how I have been built you know and and that's good but I I think sometimes on Sundays it's always on Sundays and I like Sundays there's nothing wrong with a Sunday but on sun and it's not because I don't want to go back mm-hmm. to work because I'm always working like I it's my hobby yep. so that's not it at all but for some reason there's like a three o'clock, Time frame where I think energy for me on Sunday just goes a little lower. Mm. And the weird part about it was at, you know, at certain points in my life, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a rut. Like I'm so, I'm not happy about this. This is terrible. And then I realized that when you're in that moment, whether you're actually depressed or whatever the heck is going on in your head, I think that's the time that you have a choice and it's either going to be that that's going to be the moment where it all, you know, like the best ideas come after you're in that place, you know, Mm -hmm. and they do, they just, they come like it might take you two weeks. You might be in a really a down place, but you know, those are always what, that's what happens. And I tell the kids too, it's like, okay, you know, just be kind of, like sadly grateful that you're sort of mm. in a rut or you're sad or whatever's going on with your, you know, your, your esteem. But because something great's going to happen. And yep. I've noticed after that, like a great idea would hit me or, mm. you know, and, and I mean, you can't see it when you're in that place. But like
0: they call it Sunday gloomies.
3: Yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah, I didn't a, even know that. It has a name that. for specifically yeah. that. And I'm lucky. I had like I had one of these DNA tests, not like the 23 andme Me, but like yeah. this other one was unbelievable. The guy came back and he said, "You know what? You don't need to jump out of airplanes, do you? you you're do these like you don't go fast on you know bikes or do any of that stuff." I'm like, "No, I don't have any compelling interest in that." And he says, it's "Because your genetic makeup has such a high level of serotonin oh. that you are like always up."
1: Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That so is I kind of. That
3: lucky yeah i didn't uh, know absolutely. that until like like a month ago and i'm like oh, now i get it that's amazing
0: <laughs> so that's where i want that yeah. that dna sequencing thing it's like amazing. i want some of that yes yeah. like on sunday um, afternoons and monday mornings and tuesday yeah. like i want i want that all the time i'm
3: telling you this i yeah i mean i can give you the company i went like it was amazing like they could have basically it was sort of almost scary like not just telling you like your health and all Mm. that kind of thing, but like your personality, like they were sitting there telling me and I'm thinking, good gosh, if they could tell me my personality from like me spitting in a little cup for five minutes, I mean, that's just, there's something crazy about that.
1: You know what I was thinking, actually, Mm -hmm. it's like you could have all your employees do that.
3: I know they, they actually, yes, that company has a program for employment or from it for employers yes. and um and I was thinking about I was getting actually I was getting a price on that because it's yeah. super valuable information. It's just, better than a disk. Yeah. Well, well oh well, that my gosh. It, it, yeah. it's, it's better like a than blueprint the to yourself. fill out yeah. this
0: survey thing and then right. it's going to tell you what your personality oh, totally. type is and, and it tells
3: you like okay like okay you have an issue with metabolizing sugar so like I haven't eaten sugar in thirty years I didn't know why I mean I just always thought I was allergic to it and they're like you you know, if you ate sugar, you'd be diabetic by now. I'm like, I don't eat sugar. I like literally have, maybe it's been longer than that, but yeah, I like never eat sugar. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, whatever.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's good stuff. So let me ask you this. Good stuff. (laughs) You are still at a very relatively young age and you've accomplished so much in your career. What is, and I hate to ask you what you're most proud of. Maybe you know the answer to that, but what's like, one of the top five things you're most proud of?
3: Well, I'm most proud of my kids. I mean, I have two 13 year old boys and, um, I just like, you know, I, I don't, I, the trajectory of those kids and how they, you know, think about life and Mm -hmm. they're, you know, they're entrepreneurial, they're super, um, competitive and, they, they want, you know, good things for themselves to happen. And I just, that to me is like so cool that I guess you, you know, proud only that I birthed them. I don't think sure. I had much of an influence no, on course okay. you know, whatever, know but, yeah. but proud of that. And then, um, you know, the business that we've built, I, I just like, I love, um, I, I mean, I love my, my team. Um, the, Folks that work in my office are amazing. Our clients are, like, the best people on the planet. And every single day I get a call from, you know, somebody fascinating with some problem that I get to solve. And, you know, the smarter the guy that calls me, like, the more, like, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You know, I get yeah. to solve their problems. So I think, you know, from a case perspective, there's some cases that stand out in my mind that were really meaningful. And that might be just because they were sort of recent. Because, yeah. you know, I... I've gotten to do some like we're, our, our, um, our kind of our, our uh, credo at the firm is to be involved. It's since I started it 23 years ago mm-hmm. is be involved in every major political or um, uh, legal issue in Arizona um, for the next hundred years. And that. Yeah. Starts over every single day, so we've attracted those kinds of cases. So I think recently, you know, we helped the PGA Tour with the sports book, which um, hmm. was some legislation, which was successful. Yep. And we're building a sports book up um, near the TPC. It's going to be the best sports bar in the world. Um, yeah. I know you don't like sports, but you're going to yeah. like the you know yeah. You can watch rugby. You can, you? Yeah, you you can bet on rugby. Don't Yeah, you can bet on rugby.
1: Cricket. You can probably so bet so on yeah. cricket. Be
0: on the Suns. Yeah. The the is that but is that sports book going to be at the PGA
3: at right near the TPC like where you actually where it's going to be built um we got the zoning approved recently for it um is right where y- you go to the T you go to the um P- the Phoenix Open yep, and right. you walk through those tents yep. where those tents were that's where the sports book will be so it's gonna be an amazing this entry. upcoming year uh yeah I mean it'll it's getting there so okay. yeah right. it'll you, be there how so do that you do
2: was, the gambling but it's not on tribal
3: yeah. So the so the yeah. So the state of Arizona had these yeah. compacts yeah. with mm-hmm. the Indian communities, right. and they get renegotiated every ten years. So this uh, Governor Ducey started renegotiating uh. the deal because they run out, and so within w- the negotiation, they gave ten. Um, uh, licenses for sports books to the professional sports teams in the state. Oh. So each of them, so like right now, you can go down, like we represent the Phoenix Suns um, mm-hmm. and their arena deal, and you yep. can see attached to the arena, there's a, a FanDuel. Yeah, FanDuel yep. sports book and, um, free, yeah. Free plug, Yeah, I'll get used to it. Yeah, yep. so, and then Diamondbacks <laughs> have theirs and the football, you know, the uh, mm-hmm. the Cardinals, yeah. and so um, the PGA was granted one of those. Interesting. And so, right, yeah, because yeah, of all the economic development, that was yep. kind of the, mm-hmm. the reason that I think the tribal entities and the governors came together and said, well, this would be a good idea is, you know, those guys, these sports teams bring a lot of action to our state from an economic development perspective. So they gave them each sports book. So that was pretty cool. And then I think the other thing that was very fun and really hard was, um, the Suns arena, um, we we were able to help to get the um, the authorization for the mm-hmm. funding to renovate it, mm-hmm. um, which you know, is amazing. By oh, it yeah. is oh, amazing, absolutely. incredible, right? Yeah. Yeah. and then they after, won the next after year. after so yes. two playoff right. runs,
0: going yeah. to that place, I know. Uh, unbelievable place. Yeah. I mean, it's like,
3: unbelievable. It's so. Well, it's, they said it,
0: it's the largest sports bar in the state
3: oh the sports b- yeah oh, because the yeah, whole like,
0: opening thing yeah. is like oh. by, by square footage and volume it's the biggest sports bar
2: because it's an amazing yeah. deal. so when are you going to help the coyotes because I'm stuck at a yeah. for three years
3: <laughs> yeah I'm not uh, I don't represent them so why um, not let's get on yeah, chom, yeah. Chom. yeah. we but, need some um, help but yeah but anyhow but I think uh, there's a lot of cool things happening in Phoenix Rising and it's just been another fun, amazing yeah. facility in the so a lot of sports stuff I go all the time oh you do i got to good yeah. friend that we have
0: season tickets uh, I, i've taken my taking my five-year-old she loves it yeah it's a blast
3: fantastic yeah, yeah. i have season tickets well they have such a cool yeah we helped with that um with their stadium there mm-hmm. at yeah. wild horse pass at <laughs> the Gila river Indian community and um we have the the lawn seats. Yeah. Oh, on the ever, grass? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, out, that's what we have. Yeah. Oh, uh, you get the, the yeah. food and
1: the... the, food, the oh, 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 it's yeah. perfect. Did you it's work amazing. with the uh, yeah. the folks from Wilming on
3: that? Yes, the that's correct. Did. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we worked with yeah, Wilming. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they did a great job. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they built that program. Yeah, it was it was super fast. I got it every week. Oh, you it? Yeah. Look at these relations Like six degrees of separation. Not even. Like zero degrees. Where's Kevin
1: Bacon? We don't need him. I don't
3: think we do. We need Kevin Bacon
1: on the show. That's our next, that's put that on the list, Sean. Oh, oh, let me just just
2: shoot him an email
1: and do that real quick.
2: Why? I've got his cell phone right here. (laughs) Uh,
0: I have a quick question. Um, So, uh, you know, going through all those accolades, like what do you think is more rewarding? What do you like more solving the problems in your practice or being an entrepreneur and building a, building a business? Like you mentioned a lot of different stuff. Like what do you like more?
3: No, that's a great question. I, I, I like. I'm a hundred percent sure I'm supposed to solve problems, and I think those two things are actually the same thing. It's just I'm solving my own problem. You know, like I'm. I'm, I've always been entrepreneurial in the the narrow but sort of broad area of law, right? So I like to find areas of life that lawyers haven't gotten to yet, Mm. and so um, interesting. Yeah, so you know, we did that with. um, Uh, medical marijuana we were the first law firm to get into medical marijuana when the initiative passed like 12 years ago um we did that with solar renewable energy we did that with pinal county we were the you know we probably represented 90 percent of all the zoning cases in pinal Mm -hmm. county when it was the fastest growing county Mm -hmm. in the country before the you know more or past recession and um Uh, and and cyber defamation and the metaverse and you know it's just I'm always kind of like trying I I think you know in your business like your businesses have all changed and yours didn't even exist with the drones you know a hundred years ago I mean right but the law you think about how the law has been practiced and the business of law and look at like it hasn't changed fundamentally since Abraham Lincoln like it's not changed or even farther back you know and so that doesn't make any sense to me and so I just constantly trying to figure out like how to innovate that and so that's kind of interesting so I'm sort of solving my own you know, problem. So and I find it. it if it to you had to, to choose, mm-hmm. would you
0: solve your client's problems or your problems first?
3: I would solve. Well, Oh, it depends on what kind of problem I had.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it depends on my problem. I gotta be selfish, right? No, right. I, yeah, and it's yeah. okay. Yeah. I You no, can't be selfish. No, I mean, I spend all my, I spend most all of my day solving my client's problems. Cause that's what I want to do. So I guess that would be the answer. I mean, go. I love, I like <laughs> love, love what I do. It's my, it's my hobby. And somehow people pay me for it. So, you know, I was well, lucky I, enough to it's find. It's because you're good
0: at it and people want to pay you and for it. And you're
2: passionate.
3: Yeah, I mean, to it passion. just, yeah, you know, it's like if you find, I, I mentor a lot of younger people. And, you know, it's like if you can find something that you love and, you know, do it. And then mm-hmm. if you get paid for it, great. You know, that's great, too. Yeah, <laughs> but, no question. but, I mean, life is a little short to just, yeah. you know, cash it in and wake up every day and go you know, live in the dream. Like I want to kill somebody when they say that. I'm like, oh. I'm so <laughs> glad you
1: said that. So I, I, was talking to this couple over the this past weekend, and uh, she said QTR. I'm like, what is QTR? She goes, quality time remaining. Oh. I'm like that's deep. You know, what is your QTR? Quality time remaining. It goes back to what you just said. It's like life's too short. You know, it's like you gotta gotta live life and take yeah. out of it everything you can for sure. Hey Geoholics, we want to give a quick shout out to our good friend Matthew Stansberry in Safety Apparel. Matt is reinventing Safety Apparel with the highest quality materials and most functional and versatile vest and s- the safety industry has ever seen. Safety Apparel offers ANSI slash CSA compliant high visibility survey and construction vests and reflective traffic control gloves, hats, stickers, and patches. They can also provide you with your company logo and other designs on vests, shirts, jackets, etc., with many applications, including silkscreen, sublimation, patches, embroidery, and heat-transferred images. Visit their website at safetyapparel.us or send them an email at info at with all your safety needs, and be sure to mention that you're a geoholic. Before we move on to what I want to focus on, which you've already mentioned, you know, the, the metaverse, uh, you've built something amazing with you know, Rose Law Firm and Law law Group and everything else that you've done. How would you describe your leadership style?
3: Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I mean, I think that um, I've been really lucky because I know what I'm good at. And then I try to find people who are good at other things, you know, and I just want excellence surrounding me. And I want everybody to be a little different than I am. So we have a super diverse, you know, group, not because we're trying to meet numbers of diversity, but because I just think diverse thought, like I love when somebody is the exact opposite of me politically. I think it's very interesting sure. as long as they believe it with their heart, you know, I'm all in like, okay, I'll support you on that, you know? Yeah. So, um, but my leadership style is, um, is uh, find great people um, empower them to do greater things and try to help them to be their very best. And so it's pretty, um, you know, watch and try to promote and try to help them to lift, you know, as, as I just, I love to be able to see people do, you know, greater things than they even thought were possible or to meet their goals or yeah. their, exceed their goals or whatever. And it's just so gratifying to do that. So I'm not a real Like, I don't hire people who aren't, you know, who don't want it all, like who don't want to win and who don't want to be great. Because I, it's the old adage, you know, great managers
2: manage themselves out of their own jobs, right? Yeah. And empowering their employees or people and that whole daily uh, propagative debate, the stimulus, the intellectual um, machinations that need to go in that drive and spearhead a company moving forward. Right. Right. And not being afraid. I mean, you're you're in the metaverse. I mean, really? Come on. Seriously. I mean, it's it's pioneering. And how, uh, how you talked about the law for me as a Brit, we have solicitors and barristers, as you know, one decides if there's a case and one presents it in court. Here you have attorneys, but you're shrouded by the Constitution. Well, that's very old. And they didn't have Facebook back then. They didn't have those um, constantly in flux, moving ideologies, right? They didn't have transgenderism or hermaphrodites, right? And how do we handle that? And how do we not discriminate? And all the sort of things that are political turmoil right now, you're, you're right in the trenches. And it's really difficult.
3: Yeah. No, it's been, I mean, it's fun. And I, I, it totally resonates with me. Like you empower people to just do their thing. And I think a lot of times people ask me like, Oh, you've got this big law firm. Do you spend any time working or do you just manage people? And hmm. I'm like, I don't have anybody to manage. Like, hmm. are you kidding me? Like the I right. have great
1: Cause you hire the, right yeah. the right people. I hire the right
3: people. And then I have a great <laughs> office manager who's yep. been with me for like 20 years. And I have a great HR director who's been with me for 20 years. So it's like, they do that, you know, That's yep. they're, and they're amazing at it. And we don't have office politics because I think that's nonsense. And, like, yep. it's just, like, I don't want to come to work with a bunch of cranky lawyers. I'm not going to hire those types of people, you know. So well, what per- you do
0: want to hire is the people that want to be great and want to do great things. And if they don't, it's a waste of your time.
3: Yeah, yeah. And also, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I mean, it's like. How fun is it to see, you know, a little guy who comes in and he's nervous and mm-hmm. you can and you can <laughs> see something in him that yep. he can't even see yet. You know, like mm-hmm. you think so you want to do that? Well, I think you'd be really great at, you know, this other area of law. And then they go and they do it and they're like. That they're so happy. It's the greatest thing that ever happened. And, you know, it's just, it's a cool thing. And to see people, you know, make people better than you are at what, like, what I do particularly. Boom. You know?
1: And I was going to circle back because one of the best um, forms of, of advice that I, have, I was ever given, like, hire when whenever you're in a position to hire people, hire people that are better than you yep. at something. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it ultimately it's going to make you look good. That's all there is to it. And it's like, that was some of the best advice I've ever been given. Right.
3: Well, and you know, I think it's also like, I, I kind of, I, I had a lot of times where, and it might've been just like being a girl at the time that I was, there was a lot of girl, like the lawyers that were women that were, uh, you know, older mm. than me had some animosity because it was so hard for them to go through mm. law school. Like they for were a sure. minority in law school and we were just, you know, half and half there were men and women in my law school class. It was no big, to me, it was never a big deal. My yeah. dad never told me, I guess, that, you know, there was a difference between women and sure. men and what yeah. they could do. But anyhow, yeah. so there was a lot of stuff where, you know, you get this like kind of, you know, just discouraging, um, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I just I just think I'm never going to do that to somebody. I'm going to do the exact mm. opposite. And yep. I think sometimes there's like an innate jealousy in human beings like that's got to be a thing we've got to all have it and you got to suppress that you know and like you said you have to suppress it so much that you hire people better than you humility and you're right actually yep. super happy about it you know absolutely
2: <laughs> Which yeah, I no am, question.
3: you know so
2: yeah i mean for yep. me as an owner one of the pivotal changes many years ago was uh, a manager that i worked for said you know mark you're you're an a employee i'm going to help you become a plus but Brian over there, I can never make him a plus. He's a C minus, and I'm happy that he just <laughs> stays in his lane. And I was like, okay. And then I started figuring, I want to start hiring people myself. You go, I really like this person, but they're a C minus player, and I'm never going to get him to be an A player. And that's what I'm really hiring for. And I need an A player. And if you give an A player an unfettered approach and just the, the goalpost to work with it. Mm-hmm and encourage them they can be a plus all day long right so
3: true it's so mm-hmm. true and i mean you can't the other thing is you kind of got to let yourself as an employer off the hook because you're not going to make 100 percent correct decisions it's no. just not going to happen and that's yeah. okay it's okay. It is, it is what okay it is okay to fail yeah yep. it's kind of a it's, kind it's of a part of
1: the it's part problem. of the process
0: yeah
3: mm-hmm.
1: Hello again, geoholics. We want to take a second to thank our good friends at TopoDot. TopoDot is a high performance application for extracting topography and models from point clouds, calibrated images, and related data. With the TopoDot tools, you can manage point cloud projects of any size and analyze quality and extract features for a wide range of survey and transportation applications such as corridor topographies, GIS and utility inventories, surface modeling, and other data analysis applications. TopoDot differentiates itself from all others. Be sure to listen to our special Geoholics Roadshow episode when we attended the 2022 TopoDot Users Conference. To learn more about this awesome company, visit www.topodot.com or contact them for a demo on your own today at 407 716 5886. And be sure to mention that you're a geoholic for the VIP treatment. All right, listen, we have 28 minutes of uh, Jordan left so the no, one I, thing i, I want to make her sure an extra 400 bucks <laughs> <So>. <laughs> the one thing i want to make sure we talk not about, even close baby that is not <laughs> even close to 20
0: minutes
1: so jordan the one thing you touched on already was the metaverse and i know that the uh, you know the rose law firm is i'm going to read this the first law firm in the world to employ blockchain developers, coders, and three D architects to work with lawyers to make a web three project from legal due diligence through to design and construction. This metaverse thing is off the charts. Off the charts. Yep. First of all, how how do how do and I'm going to assume that our listeners don't know a whole lot, whole lot about metaverse. They might've heard of it, but they don't know a lot about of it. How do we decide, define the metaverse?
3: So I would just say like, you know what Facebook, everybody knows what Facebook is. And so, um, you know, this is sort of the next generation of Facebook, like Facebook plus email combined. So it's everything, it's in a fully immersive way to communicate, to live, to work, to play. And, um, you know, I think, um, so, so even if you're not in it or you're not interacting in it, Mm -hmm. or, you know, maybe your kids, or your grandkids are doing that. Um, it doesn't really matter that you, you don't interact in it. You just need to know that it's going to be the future. I mean, I'm so convinced of that. Um, and it kind of came to me during COVID where, you know, I saw my, um, you know, 10 year old at the time kid as as everybody, you know, interacting obviously Mm -hmm. on school online, but then, the friendships were online and they were talking, you know, all through the night back and forth. And, and they were playing games and they were just doing everything that I used to do, you know, in person, they had to do it online. And I just thought, okay, you know, time out because the way these people communicate, you know, 20 years from now, after growing up like that, even, you know, a short frame time frame that they did is going to be completely different. And so, um, you know, I started thinking about it then, which was what, two or three years ago, and knowing that something was big was going to happen. And then 23 years ago, when I started my law firm, I was, you know, I was just a zoning attorney, and um, I started hiring, like, planners and project managers and community outreach people, Mm -hmm. and I have traffic engineers. And so that if a developer came in, they could do not just the legal due diligence and the legal project, but they could also have a project manager, construction manager, planner, you know, like we can do the neighborhood outreach. So, not that every client would come in with the need for doing that, but we could and we consolidated all those those that team. So, when I saw the metaverse, you know, I knew that there was legal, there were legal needs like the, you know, corporate stuff, um, you know, smart contract, all these kinds of contractual things um, normal legal problems that well not normal. Cause this is a whole separate other, issue, yeah. but you know, mm-hmm. legal problems that you can sort of conceive of like that businesses will go through. But then I started to see, well, it's not just the legal problems. It's, you know, we basically could create the exact same replica, like the exact same thing I created 23 years ago. That's been tremendously successful in land use and real estate in the metaverse, you know, for, uh, for projects. So you, we do the legal due diligence on a project in the metaverse and then we go and do the actual build out and the construction and the design and all of that stuff. So, I mean, I can give you an example if it's helpful because I don't know if that would be helpful just to I think it would
1: be, very helpful. I think it would be Actually, very helpful yeah. And
0: the big thing <laughs> yeah, to point yeah. on is yeah. you, you're now connecting and, the, and it's the real estate part of it is, all right, so the metaverse is this thing, you know, you, you described it, but once you act, and once it's like real estate, then you can really connect it to something that every a lot of people Everybody can really relate, relate, to, relate yeah. to and understand.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I mean, so we so we went up. I'll tell you. Well, maybe I'll tell you how it originated. or For like would sure. Couple of our first projects because yeah. it might be sort of interesting. So had this idea, hired some people who knew what they were doing. You know, lawyers um, that had some experience in tech. You know, kind of technology and whatever. And, um, a 3d architect, uh, and the cool thing about the metaverse is like geography is like inconsequential. It means nothing, right? It's we're going to, we're
0: going to circle back to that by the way. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But what
3: it means to you though, it's geography is irrelevant, but can yet I, it's super relevant because anybody can participate in a discussion, right? Yeah. Can I ask one question? Yeah, do it. Yeah. So when you,
1: when you mention geography, is it infinite?
3: Yeah. Well, no, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's infinite in the number of people in the world. But what I mean by that is like, think about this. This is kind of mind blowing. Like, who are you friends with? You're friends with everybody that like probably lives in a similar place that you, I mean, you may have some other friends. You're obviously, you got to, Funny accent. You He's must from be from Australia. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, so you have other Australians, friends. but most oh, cool. people generally, you know, we're interacting with a, a set group of people that is based on the geography. are yeah, uh, the United States. It's based on geography, like, and especially now with the political divide, you go like wait a minute, do I even relate to that person over there who's a freak because they're on the fringe, whatever fringe you're in, you know? Right. Sure. And no, you don't. So why are you bound together? You're bound together by geography. And that's like an old-fashioned thing because I, I'm telling you, mm. on, the, on the metaverse, we could see we could see nation states, right? Nation states where no one lives anywhere near each other geographically, but Mm -hmm. they're bound together by ideas. And, you know, for me, what I, what I kind of, yeah, it is so interesting to me. And for me that, what that meant from a business perspective was that I now didn't just have this like narrow focus of two things. One for finding talent I didn't have to find all the talent in Arizona. I mean, I have people working around the clock all over the world now on my team because we tried to look for the best of the best in 3D architects, the blockchain developers, coders, and they're not all in Arizona. They're not in the United, United States, States, you know. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing was the that the clients. Like all of a sudden, after I took on this metaverse projects um, and became you know big in this space. I'm a global law firm. In fact, I'm the only global law firm that's doing this work with all these, you know, with all these um, uh, disciplines surrounding lawyers. And so, I have clients from Turkey. I have clients from Australia. I have clients from Denmark. You know, like it's just and every day is a new thing. My people work 24 hours a day because everybody's on a different time zone. This is amazing, you know. So it's very interesting. So, um, yeah. So. I don't know if that answers your question, but like when you're going I, to
0: give us an example?
3: Yeah, I'll give you an example. So, um, when I w- I put this together, and I uh, was talking to the lead guy in my office, who's who's sort of leading the the, the effort with me as a lawyer, and I said, you know, I want to do a. Um, Meta marriage. I want to do a meta marriage. Has anybody done this? Has anybody married two people's digital identities on a blockchain technology? And then I want to do a meta prenup, where um, these people will enter into a prenuptial agreement to protect their digital assets on a blockchain. Right, so they're protected forever. And so I went to lunch that day with a guy, and I said something, something metaverse and, and meta marriage. And then the guy goes, "Yeah, I'm in. I want to get married." I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm getting married." Okay, fine, great. So now, so the Long story short, is this couple, we married this couple, um, and we had a a Supreme Court justice, Justice Bullock, Clint Bullock, come to our office. We married the avatars on the blockchain um, and and did the prenup and everything. But here's the crazy part that'll show you kind of the reach of this technology, right? So 48 hours before the wedding, I said to the couple, I said, hey, do you want to, throw this open to the public. Like the public could come. It would be like an open wedding invitation, not just your guests of 100 people or however many people you guys know. And he's like, sure, we're in. Let's do it. So we put it out there. We became the top story on Reddit. We ended up with 680 RSVPs to these people's wedding, which we thought was a big deal. But it wasn't, because listen to this. So our 3D architect had become like a wedding planner, right? And he's like, hey, couple, do you want to get married in a temple? Do you want to get married on a beach? And they were like mountains, you know. So, so he creates this whole chapel with cool mountains. And then, you know, what color do you want to wear bride? What do you want to wear? He made their outfits. It's a whole deal. And then they had a special uh, – they have a dog named Pepper. And so we decided we were going to have um, NFTs of Pepper – as the gifts for the party favors, you know, and they would be called pepper pups. So we designed, yeah, the pepper pups. So we have the whole series. You're far
2: of, too creative to be an attorney. This is incredible. It's yeah. fun.
3: I get to do fun things this in life. Is incredible. So you know, yeah. So we had pepper pups. So what happened is when the guests would come in. Now remember, this is open to the public. And they come in and they there was like a little sculpture of the dog Pepper on the outside of the chapel. And they could click on the pepper and then it would take them to a Google form. They'd give us their email address and we'd send them, uh, we'd mint That's them an gift, NFT. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when the whole thing was over, I go back to my guy and I'm like, so like how many Pepper Pups did we have? 3,500 people gave us their email address Whoa. to get a Pepper Pup. You know, like, and how many people showed up to the wedding that didn't give us their email address, you know? So... And then 37 international media outlets covered the story. I have stories about Rose Law Group and the meta marriage and the meta prenuptial agreement that are in Chinese and Arabic and like all sorts of crazy stuff, you know, that I can't read. So, um, because I'm not educated enough. But, um but, you know, it was very interesting. People. I have people. Yeah, now I have people that can. Yeah, exactly. And from that, um, you know, we just realized the power of that tool. And to bring the family together. And like, it was just a cool, it was a very cool experience. That was pretty interesting. The big question
0: is, is it, More expensive to hire a venue and a planner and actually have a metaverse wedding versus a metaverse wedding. It's a a metaverse divorce. That's what's happening.
3: My daughter's
1: getting married. married (laughs) Yeah, that's why I bring this up. Maybe
3: I should recommend she gets married in the metaverse. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people now, there's a lot of wedding venues that have hired us that we do an add on service for them. So they'll say to the couple, you know, like they're planning their wedding. And they'll say, hey, you know, we also have for depends on the price, but, you know, it's not it's not it's not uneconomical depending on what you want. You know, you can add on and we'll give you a metaverse wedding. And so then all of your people that don't you know, aren't able to fly here or afford it. Or You're replacing
2: the CD and the DVD with a live totally stream. Totally, live
3: stream, frame. cool experience, yeah. something you'll have forever. And then we give them a, you know, a kind of a video thing afterwards. And so that's like a big thing now. I would predict that maybe your daughter who's getting married in a year won't have that. But like my kids that, you know, are 16 and 13, if they, you know, get married someday, uh, then I bet they'll have uh, at least hopefully they'll have both because I want to be sure. There.
0: <laughs> but for, yeah. for these guys, mm-hmm. the especially you two. Uh, so you have this this venue as uh, you yeah. need to 3d scan the whole thing. And right. then that's what is your virtual space. So all those same people can be in the same space as everyone that was actually there. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: almost like we're getting closer to like holograms type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you have like a hologram of a person that's attending this event. You see it with like Snoop Dogg and stuff like that, but we're not far from that. No? We're well Mark Zuckerberg
3: Zuckerberg says that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 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 next iteration of that technology with the metaverse is that you will be able to have a hologram and I'll be able to touch you're the immersed. person you that are you're yeah. immersed Because right into now it, it is immersive but it's not immersive realistically yeah. like that. Like you can't feel somebody until or until they you know.
2: invent smell o vision. That's when it will be really mm-hmm.
3: Touch, smell—I yeah. mean, yeah. all your senses. Yeah, exactly. I mean, sense of vision, but Sense-a-vision. we're onto something. We're on sense. Right. Yeah, we yeah. can Oh,
1: that. you
0: guys oh. are like way, way behind. <laughs> sense of vision is already a thing. No, oh. it's not.
1: Zuckerberg's already
2: talking about it. Well, he did that with the three.
0: Well, I know where camera. Mark's going.
1: Mark's mm-hmm. thinking porn. He's no, I am well,
2: not. We, you know, I was thinking where, of where smelling the lilies. Actually, sure. But, Milli- but, that, did
3: you but say that will, will be vanilla? that will be the oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, those are those are always the things that that make technology go. Is stuff that you know. It, it is what it is. Yeah. So, that's for some of the be. listeners, yeah, I'd like to explain. To, that's what's going to uh, break
2: I, it. Are, 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 are you sure you want to explain I, this? I do want to explain some. Think about what you are going to explain, and then then explain it. Yes. No, I already already know. Okay. So, for a lot of the old school listeners, this is like when you played Sims. And you started I remember to be able Sims. to- Yes, yes SimCity. Sim Sim yes. And you were able to buy clothes and extra gear. It's the same thing. And I'd look at people going, you're spending a hundred yeah. bucks on the Jordan uh, experience, right? And that kind of died a little bit of a death. But the marriage part was you became friends. The socially awkward would immerse themselves and spend their pocket money, right? In building a character that was their persona. And then they would have relationships with other personas and that was the beginning of what we have today, but far more sophisticated. Which, sure, is that yeah,
3: absolutely. I mean Gucci is on the metaverse, um, uh-huh. you know, where they're selling four thousand dollar shoes. Those are those are you know, fake they're avatar shoes, mm, right? Not fake, <laughs> yeah, virtual. they're virtual shoes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're virtual shoes, and you know, I I saw, you know, my like I said, like I during COVID, I was seeing like my kid would rather spend money on it wasn't a metaverse, it wasn't a blockchain metaverse, but you know, on on you know um, outfits for. Whatever those you know games were on mm-hmm. the on online. Oh,
0: the yeah, I know. What you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, okay. and
3: like he'd rather spend thirty dollars, and I'm like, you want my thirty dollars? You don't want real shoes? You want those? You want the football player outfit? Okay, like on the avatar, whatever. So you know, it's very from strange.
2: This poses a really interesting question for me. As a legal professional, you're hired by Gucci for copyright infringement of their intellectual property of that design of handbag. How do you have a legal argument to defend that as their IP? How, how do you patent that or protect it?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, we do a lot of that because we have a lot of retailers that, yeah. and and even home builders and all of that stuff. So, you know, the the protection comes. It depends. I mean, it's a really nuanced question, right? right. But I think it's there's there's a level of protection in the blockchain and the contracts, um, mm-hmm. and then there's a level of um, you know, uh, I think when people put together these smart contracts, you know, people are—you can read almost every day about somebody getting frauded because they put money into some yes. NFT project and like it disappeared. You know, and yep. that's because they didn't get a good audit of the smart contract. And then we so we're doing a ton of these audits, and that's a protection level, not necessarily about Gucci and their their IP, but. But to some extent that that does Mm -hmm. help, you know, a situation. So there's there's a lot of new legal, you know, theories that are yet to be tested. Um, And I think, you know, IP is still IP. I mean, if you create something unique and you protect it, you protect it and it's Mm going to be protected. And we may have to fight in the metaverse as opposed to, you know, terrestrially. But like, I, I think the answer will be the same. Right. So, you know, a good example of real estate you talked about, like, how does this even come to real estate? So. We have a company that we help that I can talk about called Metalone. And these guys, we built a building. We have a big presence. And what they do is they lend money to people to buy land in the metaverse. And why is this a big deal? Well, it's because the land in the metaverse right now, like the cheapest piece of land is like $6,000. So it's not like a real affordable deal. I mean, that, that may be affordable to some people, but like that's not a normal like, oh, I'm just going to go speculate on – you know, not many people are doing that. So, um, so people can buy land, and then you can, you know, build things on it. You can rent things on it. You can do all these kinds of things.
0: What was the name of that? Metalone. 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 But yeah, hold, it's on
3: Decentraland. On, okay, so,
0: as
2: an ex-mortgage <laughs>
3: bank.
0: No, 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 no. We're getting there. We're getting there. Let, let her keep going. Let her keep going. She, she was going. I, I know where you're going, but, but, okay. but keep going. So,
3: so, I don't know where you were going, but what I he would does. say. Yeah, yeah, he knows. So, but... But what I would say is the, the fascinating part about like Metalone and every, I think if you have a business, um, you, your business should start thinking about how you're going to be present on the metaverse. I mean, I would predict that some point everybody's going to have a metaverse site. Like it's not just going to be your website. It's going to be your, you know, your, your building. I mean, like our building is built. We have a cool architecturally significant building on a piece of land or a large piece of land that I bought on the metaverse. And we've had it that we're the first law firm to have that, you know, or full service law firm. So, um, but I think it's, and, and, and when you go there, you can interact and do all these kinds of things. Now here's the thing, every single business to me, this is what's so fascinating about it is it it can be better like whatever your business is here like think about how your business could be better if you could just remake it and then like go do it so like the metal loan like the people came and they say like hey you know we're gonna be like essentially a hard money lender to people right Uh and i'm thinking well okay hard money lending business is kind of good, but there's some real problems. Like what's the problem? Well, when the guy stops paying the hard money lender, then you have to go through all this legal nonsense and foreclose and spend a fortune. And Mm -hmm. you know, you got a squatter and it's like a whole situation, right? Like it's a pain, you know, whatever. So I said, you know what? Nobody's done this on the metaverse. Let's just flip it. And so now loans on the metaverse. I mean, if they follow, I don't know why they wouldn't follow, but if they follow this trajectory of what we created with our smart contracts and the, the scheme of how we're doing it is it's very lender friendly. If I'm loaning money to you, Mark, and right. you don't pay me after, let's say, 31 days. You can kill me. I will. I will take your stuff. You know, like I get you'll, it back. Right?
1: You'll, you'll be meta dead. Yeah. <laughs> meta dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll be Johnny. I'll Mnemonic.
3: find you. I'll find you. But automatically, <laughs> yeah. I'm withdrawing from your bank account, right? So my. So as a lender, automatically, Which bank account. The real one. Yeah, the real one with the crypto. The real yeah. one
2: that you bought your <laughs> space on <laughs> the metaverse yeah, with. The yes, for one dollar, I got forty-seven billion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Right. So you have a crypto account, and like, what would happen is, you know, at the thirtieth day. Mm -hmm. My, my blockchain, my contract, my smart contract will just automatically withdraw money. And if it's not there, then maybe it'll send you a little like, Hey dude, you got to put some money in. And then if you don't put money in, let's just say it's 10 days, then I'm not going to foreclosure. I'm not going to court. Mm, I'm not spending any time. I'm just taking it right back. And the blockchain did it automatically. So I cut out the lawyers. I cut out the title. I cut out all of that garbage that a, a lender has to go through. And I'm done, you know, yes, so. And you on, can do this
0: because it's in the it's metaverse yeah, and not. In, correct.
3: But, but I could do it here too, but you, nobody would, you know, I could do it here, but it would be very complicated because right. I don't, because like contracts aren't on blockchain. I don't have a. but you're, yeah, It's a smart allows, contract. So it's just automatic. Everything programs automatically.
2: So you have no established way of setting a value.
3: Oh, of the land. Well, yes, I get, a, there's appraisers on the metaverse. Yep. Boom! Yeah, exactly. There's appraisers. There's everything. Boom. Now, okay, so this goes but back to the question you thought you were
2: you were asking. You've created this law firm, right? And you've got this... Now, let's just go back to a piece of land for $6,000. Mm-hmm. We have an ideology in the real world of what that market value is based on structure or whatever. If you say the metaverse, we can make it whatever we want, why can't I just go... Because the metaverse is infinite. Why don't I just... I'm not geographically bound in the metaverse, right? I'm basically server space with me. I go buy another server blade, put another two terabytes in it and go, I, I'm just I've just made Markville,
3: okay. the country, so,
2: but who wants to go there? Okay, so every cool person who wants a British fine. accent. No, so
3: yeah, so so how what it is is um so a metaverse is a very defined space. So like in you know Decentraland, I can't recall how many parcels they have, but it's a set amount of parcels. Let's so, say it's so. Thir- forgive
2: me, yeah. the, the, we're, yeah. we're kind of good, following good. you, but I'm going to punch you in a minute. How did Decentraland? decide on the parcels and who gave them the authority to Mm -hmm. decide on the number of parcels?
3: Great, great question. So, and that's where the law really does come in. So these metaverses are set up generally as decentralized autonomous organizations. So everyone has, so no one owns it. So instead of like, like, the the game called Roblox or any of these video games, right? Mm -hmm. These are not, these, these are owned by the gaming company, okay? So there's a one guy that ultimately is selling your kid, you know, the Roblox stuff, right? Right. The metaverse is like a true blockchain technology is not owned by anybody, right? It's being it's it's actually created certainly by someone and the and the rules are set like in a blockchain Understood. and it can't be changed. Mm-hmm. And they say we have 30,000 parcels and you buy them and then you each have equal votes or whatever the the rules are. It's almost mm-hmm. like a homeowners association to some extent. Okay, they can create sure, those yep. rules, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And so if so in, like, let's say, just say the two biggest metaverses right now are uh, probably Decentraland and Sandbox. Those are very prominent. Right. Mm. And so they've sold their, you know, they sell all their properties. Okay. They have, okay. They're all sold out. Right. So now if you want to purchase, you go to a broker or you try mm-hmm. to figure out how to, you know, and then that part is very undeveloped. I'm telling you, there's a lot of real estate opportunity and how this is, how that market is going to shape up and how they're going to be sold and a. Up- praised and surveyed i mean all of that stuff there's a there's a ton of opportunity to to be first and to and to create something new i'm i like the surveying would be big i
0: you just, just hit on the magic word and that was the big question that i we have to talk about before you have to go yeah. is about specifically surveying and you said the words you know geospatial that's the big word for us is geo like the, you said geography doesn't matter, but geography doesn't matter because anyone in the world can do this. But in a geospatial context, it really does matter. Yes. And who decides what that box looks like and what that space looks I like do, and how because I'm in the, the surveying? And, yeah. and this is where you're talking to geospatial mm-hmm. and surveying professionals and ev- most of our listeners. Yes. They are very interested Is how does that work in a rogue, wild, wild west environment like this?
3: It's a great question. And so from a a perspective of when I say geography doesn't matter, I mean that we've collapsed the boundaries of interaction between people in geographic areas. (laughs) But geography in terms of space and where it is and how it's defined matters more than ever because the geography of the space that you purchase or that you're on or that you're in in a metaverse has to be defined. And the crazy part is it could be defined forever. And there won't mm-hmm. be any mistakes. I mean, if there's a mistake, <laughs> it'll be there forever. So you have a
2: digital plat map. however, those mistakes, your digital plat map. I yes. mean, yeah.
3: like a great, uh,
2: like, I call buy an me an later. Number.
3: But I mean, I think there could be a great business that's not there yet, which would be just take surveying and put it on the blockchain, Right just take terrestrial surveying, put it on the blockchain. You'll never have a mistake again. You'll be the most innovative surveying company Mm -hmm. on the planet. And then you can translate that to the metaverse and you could start doing surveying on the metaverse, which also would be super innovative. And like I said, you can, you can make it, you know, even better than what it, what it was. But um, I think there's a huge opportunity. And what I will say is if you get a good idea, which I think this is a good idea, just so you know, um, <laughs> and you don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. In fact, somebody else right now has thought of that idea and they're probably implementing it. But you have the ability to get there first if you move quickly. Well,
0: well it all depends on when we release this episode. Because yeah, really <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. At least a yeah. people listening you. to right. this so waiting sure. for it. And the, no, and I mean, we the, could we they all get have that. the same ideas that we have right now. Right, but we
3: could seriously, like we could, we could sit with the team and do a blockchain surveying for terrestrial property, mm-hmm. right. which would change the the game. I mean, it, but would, it would also set it,
1: it. And, and somebody it needs set to set. No, you're like the pioneers of.
3: Well, we get to set the monument. Yes. We if, set
0: the first monument. Yes, here is yes. zero, zero, zero. In you know what did you say? Uh, uh, wherever that yeah. was. Sandbox. in each one. And yeah, and then you need a group that sets the zero, 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 or however many zeros define at one point mm-hmm. in this space. In all of in all of them, Jordan. We have one You're minute. Absolutely
3: right. Well, I think this is a. I mean, that's but like honestly, like I think it's a brilliant idea. And listen, here's the other thing: is if if you don't make one penny on that, which I think you would just, it's a marketing budget yeah, thing. Exactly. You just became the coolest, most innovative surveyor, geo whatever in the whole world. Like.
2: So here's, here's what I'd like to ask you and I'm yeah. not, and tell me if I'm getting in the realms of free legal advice. Mm. I've, been, <laughs> I've been flying uh, my, my fixed wing aircraft and doing topos, but I've also been flying things like Pinnacle Peak and getting super high-resolution point clouds. So I've got all the data. I'm waiting mm. to put it out there so someone could buy it, right? I can do a topo of all of Scottsdale. So wait, f- hold on,
1: you've created a digital twin.
2: Yes, I've created a digital twin in Sitka, Alaska, right? So why don't I just do that and then put it on the metaverse for people to buy it?
3: So I think this is brilliant, actually. Um, I think there's a real possibility. I mean, I like love listening to people's businesses and trying to figure out how to make them money like that's like i love that so that that's part of solving problems right Right. but that's like yeah so in your particular case here's what i would do i would um you know we consolidate all that we go to the city of scottsdale or whatever Mm -hmm. city you want Mm -hmm. and we say hey we're gonna make you the coolest digital twin thing Mm -hmm. and then they um and we put it up there and Scottsdale becomes like, the, you know, technology amazing, you, you know, metaverse situation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they can have their, their vendors, their, you know, everybody can at, like have physical presence mm-hmm. on the metaverse Yes, and they can sell their art and their, you know, Got whatever and yeah. all that stuff. So like that would be huge. And mm-hmm. I say that too, because we were contacted by a city, uh, one of the largest cities in the world um, saying like a similar, we want to do this cool. And if you look, I think Seoul, Korea has done a metaverse implement or is working on a metaverse implementation and they budgeted like in the hundreds of millions of dollars to do this. But I think, you know, you could do it for, you could do a city in Arizona should go do that and cities can pay for that. I would, I would. Love yeah, to it's talk also to you an, a-
2: yeah, it's an asset, uh, asset allocation for them. They don't know what assets they have. I didn't know that they didn't know how many park benches or manhole covers they had, and oh. you know, from a utilitarian aspect. But then the business being able to promote and market and tourism. Yeah,
3: so they could. It's tourism. It's also uh, tourism Utilities. My, yeah. yeah, tourism. Utilities. You could end up with a service. You know, where they pay their utility bills on you know the metaverse. You could actually end up with your police force utilizing that as some tool for safety and I mean, there's a lot. Okay.
1: All right, Jordan, to be respectful for your time. It's about seven o'clock. I know you have to get rolling. Um, First of all, we've barely scratched the surface. I would hope that you would be in agreement to come back and visit with us again. Why don't we we take it to the old law firm?
3: Perfect. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll we'll record from there. Yeah, absolutely, no question. Fantastic. I mean, I I think this would go on for hours, to be honest with you. This is amazing. um, It was, it was was a great introduction to metaverse and everything. I do have one question for you. Do you have a mantra that you live by?
3: Um. Yeah. So Hmm. I think. um, It used to be you have to live before you die, or you will (laughs) die before you live. But then I realized um, uh, that. yeah, that, that, I guess that's uh, I actually. Um, like yeah, that That's one? I like that. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. Well, yeah, I like thank that. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're welcome. This has been fantastic. Uh, and uh, we're, we are definitely going to take this conversation so much further, no question about it.
3: I will look forward to it. That's really an honor to talk to you guys. Thanks
1: for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you. Mind's blown All right, adding value and making friends that's what we do, so much fun uh, if you'd like to be a guest on a future show or have any topical ideas shoot us an email at info at if you haven't already visit our website, get signed up for our weekly newsletter, there's tons of good stuff there I'm going to try not to butch with this pack. animal spirits awesome. available everywhere, yep. until next time everybody, man oh man my mind is blown, be safe and healthy everybody my brains are spilling out my ears. Those aren't brains.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you to our 2022 Friends of the Program Advanced Geodetic Survey, AGSGPS.com, Airworks, airworks.io, Bad Elf. Bad Elf.com. Cyanic Automation. Get Diamondback Land Surveying. Diamondbacklandsurveying.com. Extreme Aerial Productions. Extreme aerial Get Kids Into Survey. GetKidsIntoSurvey.com. Mentoring Mondays. MentoringMondays.xyz. XYZ. Monson Engineering. MonsonEngineering.com. Nettleman LC Prep. LCPrep.com, Northstar Surveying. NorthstarSurveying.com, ProStar Corporation, ProStarCorp.com, Safety Apparel, SafetyApparel.us, TopoDot, New.Certainty3D.com, and finally, Trimble Geospatial, geospatial Geospatial.Trimble.com.